0: Casual.
1: What's up everybody? Welcome to the 3BO podcast where we are all on the same team. I'm one of your hosts, Brendan, and I'm the other one, Jordan. And if you're new here, we're just two big old nerds who love to share our love of video games with everybody. So if you too are a lover of video games, then this is the show for you. It's time for patch notes. As always, we're going to start by checking in, Jordan. How you doing? I've been doing pretty good. I want to run through
0: something with you here real oh, quickly here, okay, Brendan. Okay, yeah. Uh, this is not This is something I just want... You, an exercise I want you to do with me real quickly here. Oh,
1: oh I'm not nervous at all. No, no, no.
0: We're we're, we're both avid D&D players. Mm. So we're going to do a little bit of role-playing here, right? Okay. So you are going to be a customer of the company Wizards of the Coast. Okay. Maker of fine things such as D&D campaigns. Uh-huh. And things of the sort. Uh-huh. And, all, and pretty much all things uh, Dungeons and & Dragons. And I'm going to be... The company, Wizards of the Coast. Okay. In this scenario. Okay. Okay? So I, I just want you to react as Brendan. You're not anybody else. You are Brendan. I am me. Okay. So I'm going to throw some stuff at you. I just want you to react to it. Okay. Okay. I'm me. Yeah. You're me. I'm Wizards of the Coast. You ready? I'm you. No. No. You're Brendan. I'm me. I'm Wizards of the Coast. Jordan's not involved in this now. <laughs> okay. Jordan's gone. No, I He's disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You ready? Yes. All right. Hey Brendan, how's it? How's it going, man? You doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Thank doing you. Doing good. Hey, you yeah. hope you're still enjoying all the stuff we give you, the campaigns, updates on DD and things uh, yeah, like that. Yeah, I love
1: it. All the source books and yeah. all the material coming out with. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> so,
0: so so speaking of the source books and all this and, uh, mm-hmm. and this stuff coming out, um mm-hmm. we've done some internal looking into our lore and some of the things from like some of the things we've had in the past, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we've realized that like some of it's a little I don't know. It's a little problematic. A little problematic. Yeah, yeah, like some of the stuff with like, you know, anyone that isn't, basically anyone that isn't light-skinned or pale is like it's Yeah, a no, evil. that's been a known issue for some time. Right, it's been, it's basically been homebrewed out of a bunch of like mm-hmm. personal campaigns, stuff like that. Yeah. So we're just going to internally go ahead and go through some of the old lore, some of the stuff that barely anybody pays attention anymore. And we're just going to take some of that out. Or like, oh. the, the campaigns will stay the same, the content's going to be the same, uh-huh. but just some of the lore is going to be changed a little bit just to 80%. kind of update it so that way people can feel more included, and, like, oh, they're not, you know, have a little bit, just, like, have a little, just make it feel more inclusive for, like, other players during the game and whatnot. Hmm. I hope, you know, just, just want to give you the heads up that that, we're gonna be doing interesting.
1: that. Interesting. You seem a little behind the times, Wizards of the Coast.
0: Absolutely. This should have been done ages
1: and ages yes, ago. Yes, truly. It
0: really should have been done ages ago, but, like, we're, we're finally getting to it. And, and I feel like maybe this
1: done. isn't the first, you know, that you've heard of this. Definitely not. No. This is definitely something we should have, we should have taken care of a long mm-hmm. time ago. Yeah.
0: But, but, um, uh, we're finally doing it, but I'm guessing based on your action that you're excited about. Oh no, absolutely. You, you, of so, so you view this as a good thing? Yes, of course. Okay, great. So if you think that this is a bad thing, <laughs> you're the fucking problem. <laughs> this is why the only people you can hang out with is incel racist douchebags. Shut up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have literally no idea what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have my finger on the beat of like, um yeah, pop D and D slash yeah, Wizards yeah of the Coast. yeah
0: yeah. Uh, uh, so Wizards of the Coast and... recently announced that they would be changing a lot of their older lore okay. based around some of this stuff because it is problematic and yeah, is okay. whether or not directly racist or not is based on sort of like old racist rhetoric, i.e., if you're not white, you're evil. <laughs> ah. Hmm. So they're taking a lot of that stuff out, and some some people online have just flipped out over it for no fucking reason mm-hmm. other than to say they're changing my thing and I hate
1: it. <laughs> ah, oh
0: boo. I actually saw somebody. Comment with the article. I think it was a Kotaku article. I think I saw. I don't remember. But comment with it, and they just said, "This is why gatekeeping is a good thing." I was Aww. like, "Are you fucking kidding me right now?" Aww. And no. then turn into this whole like jerk off fest between them and their douchebag friends talking like, about just going. This is when all the real fans are gonna leave. Like, what is your fucking ego that you think that you're really the only ones that matter in this community? Seriously yeah
1: okay bye leave yeah. You know, can, yeah nobody
0: wants you here anyway shut up
1: like it's like the same people that are leaving league of legends because they don't want new people picking it up because of the show arcane
0: i've never understood the
1: mentality <laughs> like, of this kind of
0: like i from the point i get of, of, of it being like well it's going to become popular therefore they're going to start doing things to make sure it stays popular and da 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 but if it's if, if changes are coming in the basis of like we're trying to be progressive we're trying to make things better and more mm-hmm. inclusive why would you be upset about that?
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't mean to totally conflate those two things. Those are no, very, very no, 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 different No, no, no no no, things. no, 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 You're fine, you're fine, you're fine. Um, But, like, no, it's, no. Like, one's it's a little bit more hipster than <laughs> yeah, the other one is. Yeah, um, but, like, it's it's sort of... It comes kind of from the same place, I think, of, like... This is my thing. I don't want to include other I, people. This is my thing. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But it's... Th- I mean, you know, as always here, we're not about the gatekeeping here at 3VO, so... Just wanted to bring that up real quickly here and say that if you hear that something is trying to be less racist and that makes you mad, maybe you're the issue. Just throwing it out there real quick. Like, I just don't understand where, like, the possessiveness comes from. Uh, it's it's from the people who think that this thing belongs to them. I just don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. Especially, it's, 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 I don't know, you're a fan of something and that's wonderful and you're allowed yeah. to be a fan of something that does not, that, not give you ownership over something that you didn't make yeah i mean you consumed it you enjoy it and that's wonderful but you didn't fucking make it like however much i love mass effect i don't have rights to say what they should be doing with mass effect just because i'm a huge fan that doesn't matter yeah
1: yeah. i get that could you give me like a tangible example of like some like one of the things that they're changing i guess i just don't i'm not as familiar with like the problematic items yeah so i know that they're there yeah but like... so,
0: so so what the basic thing that i know about that they've kind of talked that they talked about in the article is pretty much the alignment of like good and evil based on mm-hmm. like what kind of race you go by you know what i mean okay. so, so, so like okay. traditionally like orcs and the drow are more aligned with like good, got it evil and things like that but that is also associated with the fact that they have different colored skin than being like Got it. Pale okay. away yeah, 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 and stuff yeah, yeah. like that. Okay. Particularly yeah. with the drow, because they are essentially dark elves, and they are the evil counterpart to pretty much all the other elven races out there, so it's... Originally, in terms of, like, the lore and stuff, from what so... I know. So it's just, like, they're just they're just changing that and going, like, hey, maybe just because they have a different skin tone that doesn't make like, them doesn't inherently make
1: them evil, or... Yeah.
0: That's it. That's all they're doing is going, eh. Maybe it's more about... The character and the person and the decisions and choices that yeah. they make as opposed to Yeah. Their skin tone, where they came from, what that race they are. You know. Yeah,
1: that whole thing. Just okay.
0: trying to like not yeah. make that into something that is that has people playing it from ages as young as like five years old. Maybe not instilling that ideology in them at a young age mm. is maybe kind of a fucking yeah, good idea. Maybe. Just as
1: a thought. I don't know. <laughs> It sounds like somebody's worldview got a little challenged, and uh, they didn't like it. (laughs) Maybe just a little bit. Other than that, though, I've been great. (laughs) How's it about you? Uh, I'm great. Uh, You know, uh, as of the recording of this, I am six weeks away from my wedding.
0: Yes!
1: I'm very excited about this. I feel fine yeah okay <laughs> not it's not like <laughs> <laughs> i know i realized it sounded like yeah. sketchy um, no
0: when i read that I as think... was you like realized you're like i feel fine oh my god <laughs> i'm fine like <laughs> uh i feel like i should be more panicked than i am does that make sense i feel like that having just seen my dad go through it wasn't that like he got panicked and like cold feet and wanted to run away yeah it was that at rehearsal dinner was when he was like Oh, this is happening. Like, like, it hit him, like, there. (laughs) (laughs) And then on the wedding day, and even on the wedding day, he was just like, yeah, I'm really doing this, aren't I? And I'm like, yeah, Dad, you're doing it.
1: Um, I'm not even worried about all of that. Like, I'm super ready to get married to the love of my life. Of course. Of course. Um, but, like, it's all of the planning. I'm like, am I forgetting about something? I'm sure I'm certain I'm forgetting about something. Like, I'm gonna show up and I'm gonna be like, I have nothing to wear. Like, you know, something silly. I forgot my suit! (laughs) Yeah, or like, oh my god, there's this venue is a hole in the ground. Like, like I'll, something will go catastrophically wrong because I didn't think of it. It's going to turn up somehow and it's just a dumpster for some reason. Exactly. you just like, how did, how? I've been to
0: this venue twice and it's somehow a giant ball pit. I don't Just know. turned into a meteor's going to hit the day before and then just... Although yeah. I will say, if you, if you got married outside of like a meteor-like hit site, that'd actually be pretty fucking rad. I'm not going to lie. Gonna I don't lie. know how close we'd be allowed to get, but... Ooh. Be pretty fucking sweet. In my I mean, opinion. how
1: fresh is the meteor? That's true. Um, All these
0: things are taken into consideration.
1: <laughs> so I'm feeling good. Okay, I genuinely am. We had a call with the venue today, and they were like, "So we're gonna go over everything that was TBD in the last meeting." And we were like, "Okay." And they like started going through, and they were like, "Oh, we really, we really did a good job in the first meeting. We didn't really leave a lot of things TBD." So they like checked on a couple of things, and they were like, "Okay, it sounds good. We'll talk to you like ten days out from the wedding." And I was like. That's it. Yeah. Oh God, there's got to be more, right? Like, I just feel like I don't know. I have like an impending sense of I've forgotten something.
0: It's, it's it's that like right after a dress herself feeling when you realize you open the next year, you're like, wait, no, so we're done. We're we're, <laughs> we're 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 just going up. That's it. Nothing else to do. <laughs> no, we're just going. No more prep. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah okay. Pretty much. Okay. Honestly, honestly, pretty much.
0: Cool. I guess we're going now. Great. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Um. So there's all of that. There's also um an audition posting got. Uh, thrown up recently on the Facebooks. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I am very much thinking about auditioning for it. So I'm thinking, I know, I, I said I need to. Um, and then I start my um, quiz mastering this week. So by the That's time why, this episode yes. goes up, I'll have been quizzing for a couple of weeks. You will I have
0: been like. a quiz master for quite a while. I now. will have quiz mastered.
1: Um, yeah, so.
0: I'm a busy boy. Hard cut to the next episode, so I'm no longer a quizmaster. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. The I sh- gang fucks it up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: I should not have put that energy out there. I'm so sorry.
1: <laughs> that was really mean of me. <laughs> I think I'm good. I I I feel very confident. You're gonna be
0: great. It's gonna be oh, excellent. Thank you. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a third. I'm, I'm gonna get one of the days off soon, and I want to just just to come in and like. Go oh, see how you quiz. Thank
1: you yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, well. Wow. Um, I have uh, absolute faith. I do too. Uh, I think it'll be great. It the they make it really easy. Yeah, it's yeah, all through an
0: app, so it's like pretty. it's pretty. Yeah, yeah. yeah gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> and you're smarter than the average cookie anyway. So they do call me Hermione. <laughs> it's mostly with love. It
1: mostly. I solid. <laughs> a
0: solid seven times out of ten, it's not because we're annoyed with you.
1: <laughs> but those three times. Those three times, though. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, well now that we've uh, gotten all of that out of the way, it's time to talk about what we're here to talk about today. It's another episode of Filthy Casuals, so it's one of our laid back, relaxed, Uh, kick your shoes off, enjoy type shows. Can you sit up?
0: (laughs) I was told I was allowed to kick
1: back and relax. Not us. We have to work. Oh, fine. All of the lovely listeners out there, they can sit back and relax. Wait, so is it's the implication
0: that on every episode they have to be like in a suit, properly dressed, like sitting up, listening to our show? I thought that was pretty
1: obvious, didn't you? No, I I, thought so too, just making
0: sure that we get that cemented for this episode. If it's
1: not clear, you have to put on a full three-piece suit, uh, dress, shoes, the whole nine, uh, to listen to any of our podcast episodes that are not filthy casuals.
0: And no fucking laughing. I swear to God at the thought that you were enjoying mm-hmm. listening to this
1: show. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Today we're talking about narrative-driven video games. This is a wide topic. Mm-hmm. It's a very wide topic. And it's even wider than I thought it was going to be originally. Um, about how wide would you say, like, about... Uh, pretty Yeah, wider. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing right now. It's filthy casual. It is. For a reason. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we gotta get casual and we gotta get filmed. Just being a fucking nightmare today, I guess. <laughs> um, So we're talking about narrative-driven video games, and I think that we should start by defining what a narrative-driven video game is, because mm-hmm. I think... Uh, You know, having done some research into this topic, I think that that term gets kind of thrown out a little incorrectly at times. And I'll kind of elaborate why, but I want to start by just asking you, like, what do you think a narrative-driven game is? Um, to me, it would be
0: anything where the primary focus isn't, I'm trying to think how to put this, like... I mean, I would say if if anything where it's, like, even if multiplayer is included, the primary focus of the game isn't necessarily with multiplayer, it's in the story for the main campaign. Okay. Like, you're primarily
1: playing it for the story of the game. Okay. Okay. Um, interesting. And, like, that was kind of my first, like, thought, too, was, Mm -hmm. like, oh, well, it's a game that, like, focuses on the story. Yeah. Which I think is kind of what the casual meaning of, like, what people are getting at when they say, oh, I I like this game because it's narrative-driven. Yeah. 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 Right. It's even broader than that. Really? Yeah. 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 So when I say that we're here to talk about narrative driven games, I think what I actually mean is that we're here to talk about the games that are very heavily focused on storytelling and have great storytelling. I got you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so here's kind of what I've come across in my research. Mm -hmm. Basically, video games can fall into one of two categories, gameplay driven and narrative driven. It, okay. It comes about, or it can be defined um, by how the game was kind of conceived. So let me—you're getting me. You're getting me. You're, I'm, getting, I'm, me. you're I'm, getting me. I'm getting where you're going here. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So if a game developer wakes up one morning and is like, "I want to create a game that's about this guy who wakes up in a forest and then he meets a guy and this propels him into this adventure," that's a narrative-driven video game because it's centered around the story and the rest of the game is kind of developed around
0: it. Yeah. That that is so so like in a game in a game of equivalence for maybe something we've talked about, that is like a wolf among us. Guy walks into an exactly. apartment where there's a disruption. He is trying to figure out what's
1: going on. Exactly. And how to solve it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. And then from there on, the like story is like the central focus of the game. Yes. Right? Got gotcha. okay. Then you have the opposite end of the spectrum, which is gameplay driven. That's a developer wakes up one morning and says, "I want to create a game that is about picking up objects and fucking with the perspective, and they can get bigger or smaller or whatever." And then a somewhat story is like kind of cultivated around. That the yeah. and what I've just described is, of course, super liminal, yes. which we've covered on the show, yeah. and I mean that, thats what I imagine super liminal. How it got to oh yeah, Do or, you know what I mean? Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. And I would say like a like a more like uh, social socially known. Example would also be like your portals or like something like that. Yeah, like, yeah. There yeah, was yeah. definitely someone was like, I want to do something with like how people mm-hmm, think mm-hmm. of like how to get through a room using portals and then the story
1: is developed right. around that mechanic. Exactly. I see. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So that doesn't mean necessarily that a game can't have great storytelling or great gameplay if it's narrative driven or gameplay driven, but that is how. Games kind of fall into one gotcha. or two camps, right? Well, as
0: we always talk about on the show, just like especially as like time goes on and like the, the the medium itself gets more complex and different ideas and viewpoints come into play, the the spectrum for like where what category shit fits into is constantly getting blurred, like every single day. So
1: right, and and that's kind of what I the conclusion that I came to too is like as with most things, it's getting the lines are getting blurred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. So when we. You know, approached, when I approached this episode and I wanted to talk about, oh, I want to talk about narrative-driven games, what I think I really meant, what we really meant, is we want to talk about games that are really great at storytelling. Okay. You know what I mean? We're talking about games with great stories, basically. Exactly. Got exactly. It. Yeah, Okay. Yeah, yeah, So, um, which, and again, could be a narrative-driven or a story-driven or a gameplay-driven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. It doesn't matter. Also, um, I think that there's really no way of knowing 100%. Uh what camp a game falls into like you can only get a really good impression of it, right? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um because like a game like Super Liminal, I think pretty definitively, you can can say that's a gameplay-driven game. Yes. You know what I mean? I think people woke up one day and were like, we want to do a game that's like this. Like, this is the mechanics, the gameplay, the, like, central conceit is like this kind of mechanic, and then the story developed around it. Right. Versus a game like Wolf Among Us, where it's like, oh, no, we have this story, and we're going to build a game around that.
0: Yeah, and the mechanics are there specifically to help further the story along. Correct. Yes. Exactly, exactly. And And help the... And predominantly to help the character, the player control the narrative of story as well mm-hmm. yeah yeah now, Yeah,
1: those are like i would say that those are like the extremes on the spectrum like a telltale game or like a super liminal are like firmly you can say like 100 this is gameplay 100 this is story driven yes um anything else i think kind of is a little loosey-goosey like a legend of zelda i don't know where i would put that you know
0: yeah i yeah, mean see what i mean that's that's tough that the legend of zelda one's a little bit tough because i feel <laughs> like i don't know i feel like a ori- i feel like originally you'd be able to say it. like the first like two Zelda, uh, the first two zelda games you could probably say just like these were the but not even that because i think then it's like these are the tools we have that we can use right and here's a like a little bit of a plot that we have to sort
1: of like right. tie it all together uh-huh. so yeah no you're right i feel actually. like the first ones are definitely more gameplay driven for right, sure, right. and then as it developed, I think it got a lot more narrative driven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I yeah, think yeah, those yeah. two things kind of grew up together. Yes, definitely. But that's what I'm getting at. Is like I it's, see what you mean. It's a little hard to put one into one camp or the other with lots of games now. Definitely, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. So there. I, I, I don't want to go so far as to say like this is a narrative driven game a hundred percent definitively with the definition that we've purported. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. all I'm getting. At. I got you. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. That being said, we want to talk about games that tell great stories cuz that we can put a finger on. Yes. Um and we've talked about plenty of games like that on the show already such as uh The Wolf Among Us, yeah. Mass Effect, Outlast, Spiritfarer, Ori and Blind Forest, It Takes Two, Jedi Fallen Order and Layers of Fear.
0: I would like to start with Mass Effect just like a little bit here cuz I think it's yeah. our Think it's for anyone who watches, listens to our content. They know that that is like the one that I think we match up the most on mm-hmm. in terms yeah. of like being fans of. Yeah, um, but I also think it's one that I think started as more in the camp of the narrative driven or like the story driven one. I think it's a hundred percent narrative. Yeah, but then sort of became a gameplay like okay. driven game. You know tell what me mean? more. Well, just because like the mecha- when you look at the mechanics from Mass Effect One into Mass Effect Two, almost. Not, everything, not that, like, everything changed about, like, the first one is a shooter with those mechanics. But just, like, Mass Effect 2 plays, like, a more traditional third-person shooter than Mass Effect 1 uh-huh. does. Mm-hmm. Mass Effect 1 is a more traditional RPG with, like, a small shooter element to it mm, than okay. if anything else. You know what I mean? Okay. And, but even, like, the mechanics of, like, how dialogue works in Mass Effect 2, you have the renegade and paragon options that pop yeah. up on you. It just uh-huh. it feels a bit more... Traditional it makes it, it gives it more a like traditional gamey feel if mm-hmm. that makes sense, uh-huh. but as opposed to one where it is just the scroll wheel of like picking the dialogue
1: options and whatnot, mm-hmm. which is still
0: there, but now you have an extra element of kind of like you gotta make sure you're paying attention, though. No, it's a video game.
1: Hmm. But I think the most important thing about Mass Effect is the story that it's telling. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 And like the gameplay supports that, not the other way around. That is true. And I think that's kind of where, where the difference is. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: One is in support of the other, and in case of Mass
1: Effect, gameplay is there right, in support of the story. Right. Obviously, this name. is a very nebulous topic. You know. It's, oh yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Well, it's it's one of those things that it's like hard to, it's hard to pin down, but I know it when I see it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You just know, like, no, this is a story game. Well, like, exactly. I mean, the, I mean like the uh, the big example is the stuff like Layers of Fear, which is something that is like there's no. There's no mechanics other than walking around, looking at things, picking things up. So it's like, that's very clearly you're there for
1: the narrative of that Mm -hmm. story. Exactly. And it's not, this is what I've also come to, to realize. I think that with narrative driven games, you don't have as much room to like, or you don't tend to have as much room to like do groundbreaking gameplay work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's yeah. It's like,
1: I have this story that I want to tell. How am I going to do that with, like, things that exist already? Right. Versus, like, a super liminal where it's like, I want to create the new thing, the new mechanic or the new gameplay, whatever. Yeah. How do I do that and then tell a story with it? Yeah. You know, to I, ha- I have an support.
0: idea for a puzzle game that I don't think anyone has done for a puzzle game, so
1: <laughs> that's what I want to do and my story is
0: going to be right driven around that yeah yeah yeah. which to me is just crazy because it's like it's 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 a given in comparison especially with something like super liminal which i know we've already done a whole episode ranting about (laughs) um but like that the way you say that makes sense though it it totally makes sense that it would be mechanic first and then story later Mm -hmm. but just super little super liminal is such an interesting story to it too
1: it is interesting but it's also not like groundbreaking
0: it's not groundbreaking (laughs) but it's i don't know the, the the Maybe it's a personal thing, but like as we talked about it in the episode, just like that ending really touched me in a certain yeah, way. Yeah. So it's like to get that level of a of, of a narrative out of something that started purely out of like I have a fun gameplay mechanic I would <laughs> like to play with is yeah. super interesting to me.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and I think I think Portal does a similar thing. You brought up Portal as like yeah. a gameplay driven game, which I totally agree yeah. with. Um, but it also has a really kind of interesting story and really fun, compelling characters, and you know, true. But but
0: but I mean, just like Portal to me is it's very fun. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Just like there's nothing. I mean, I'm sure there's people who tell me I'm wrong, but there's no, there's nothing. The the story for Portal is very superficial, if that makes sense. Mm. Like there's not a lot to like. Everything and there's everything that is in that story is there to be quirky and to sort of move the game along to the next place
1: where you get to try out different and new mechanics. And I think you in could, that sense, I think you could say the same thing about Superliminal. Even though it's touching. Even yeah. though the ending's, like, touching. Yeah, okay, fair enough. And it has some, like, you know, gravity to it. Yeah. I It's it's there to support the gameplay. That is true. Yeah. No, you make a good point. You make a good point. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> but anyways, that's, that's what we're, we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about narrative. Just <laughs> in a general sense, we're not
0: here to just keep talking about how much we love Superliminal. Well, yeah. Oh. Even
1: though we do. <laughs> even though we do. Um, So... As we've covered, we've talked about we've talked a lot about other narrative-driven games on the podcast. Mm-hmm. We we lean towards them when selecting video games, so it's only sensible that we talk a lot about it on the podcast. Typically, it's true. Um, some that we haven't talked about um, on the show yet uh, <laughs> that are also really really great yeah. uh, narrative-driven games are things like. Um, Recent release 12 minutes.
0: I just need to actually beat 12 <laughs> minutes, is the thing. Yeah. Because for a game called 12 minutes, I've sunk in about seven hours in that fucking insanely weird <laughs> goddamn game. I concur and commiserate. It's amazing. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. And it literally has three of my favorite fucking actors in the game. Mm,
1: mm. So
0: it's awesome on that sense. And that, yeah. that one to me definitely fits into the camp of, of like this is definitely a story-driven game. No, absolutely. Yeah, because yeah. like at its basic level, as far as like the mechanics go, it's a point and click. It's a point and click. It's uh-huh. a point and click. And it works great for the game, and it's super interesting, but right. just like Game's a head fuck.
1: <laughs> yeah, totally. I've only gotten one ending.
0: Yeah, I think I've gotten like... It was the bad
1: ending. Yeah, I
0: think I've gotten like two or three oh, wow. endings. Because it doesn't... End. You're caught in a... You're, caught you're in stuck the 12, in that loop. Yeah, you're, you're, you're stuck in a 12-minute loop that just happens over and, over and over and over and over and over and over again for your character in the game. Um, and the more things you explore within it, the more you find out about like what is actually the background of your character, your mm-hmm. wife's character this mysterious bald gentleman who keeps busting into your apartment claiming he's a mm-hmm. cop and then yeah. murdering everybody. <laughs>
1: yeah. We would call that, um, the like definition that we would give that is like a branching narrative game. Yes. Wherein you have like a lot of different like dialogue options and they branch off and like different things happen as a result of the dialogue options that you take. That's a branching narrative game. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, uh, it's like a telltale game. Like Wolf Among Us or The Walking Dead game. Yeah. It's like that. Um, It's just a really condensed branching narrative game. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> really condensed. Oh my god. Yeah, 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 yeah. But also super vast. Like, Ooh. we've been playing it for hours and we still don't yeah. have all the edits. So, you know? to- so, like... Yeah.
0: yeah. Th- th- that, is, that, to me, is a prime example of, like, level economy in terms of, like, oh, how yeah. much content can we pack into literally just this apartment space? And mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah. You have two areas and one of them is the hallway before you go into your apartment and you never fucking go back there again as far as I know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I have never been.
0: Because yeah, every time I try to leave, it just starts the fucking, starts cycle, the over fucking again. cycle
1: over again. Yeah. So <laughs>
0: did you know you could just kill your wife and try that move?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. I was gonna try uh, my ati- I wasn't trying to kill my wife, by the way. Sorry. Slight tangent in the twelve minutes. Wasn't trying to kill her. Was trying to be like, hey, the fucking guy's gonna come in here. You should he's gonna tie you up, hold on to this, you could cut you, you could cut yourself out and explain that shit. And instead I just went, Cha and stabbed yeah. her and I was like, It's not what I was trying to do at all. No.
1: Yeah. Um I've got her, uh, like, electrocuted on the light switch, too. <laughs>
0: Did that one, too? Yeah. Did that
1: one, too, for sure? It's a weird game. Y'all should play it. <laughs> Absolutely. Check it out. Uh, another
0: one that is free on game, yep, pass? It's on game pass free on game pass can't imagine it's like crazy expensive if you go anywhere else we should just be the poster children for the game <laughs> we really we always end up promoting we like, always xbox yeah call us it's 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 almost like we're two broke assholes and all the games we can play are the ones that come out for free on game
1: pass that's we're new,
0: signed up for game
1: pass that's the new title of the podcast it's two broke
0: assholes two broke assholes that will not do well algorithmically. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, so, some other games uh, that I I have here that I know uh, to be, or believe to be, uh, very narrative driven, uh, I have Control. I still
0: Control? need to play Control. I, haven't, I know about it. I've yeah. seen stuff from it. It looks awesome. I just got to yeah. sit down and play it.
1: It's one that I think, once you play it, I think we'll want to cover it on the podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I watched Garrett play through it mm-hmm. um, a lot of it so I didn't get the full scope of it but it's it's equally kind of mind fucky okay. and also a uh, third-person shooter and that doesn't surprise me because really I know cool the story that's happening yeah, yeah. That
0: does surprise me because I know the same company made another game previously called quantum break okay that tried to just like the game didn't work that well to me I I, I I applaud it for its attempt at what it was doing but mm-hmm. It tried to do like this thing. I think it was originally gonna be like an episodically released thing, cause that's the way the game's kind of broken up and there's like live action cutscenes that happen in between the episodes. Interesting. That sort of bridge the gap. It was they were trying to do a bunch of different stuff with it that I think just like it was it was sort of like too many aches in one basket. Mm. That's not the metaphor at all. But anyway, but they are trying to do too much in one thing. Yeah. Just like there was it was too many ideas just being like it was the Key and Peel sketch about Grimms 2 just like, no bad ideas, everything goes in. Just throw <laughs> it in <laughs> there.
1: Right. They were doing to do trying to do too much and then they ended up not doing all of it effectively when they should have just focused on a few things.
0: Pretty much. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like the, the, I think on that one the focus should have been just like mm-hmm. the story and like the game and like the primary mechanics of like how to use because it's supposed to be about like how your character can start to like bend time around them and like use time or something oh, like that. Interesting, yeah. And like it starts cool, but then just like as you develop through the game, it just sort of ends up becoming like a generic shooter with, like, some interesting powers to it, and it just oh, it doesn't quite I hear work. Okay. And they try to do, like, narrative break-offs that also kind of end up mm-hmm. sort of just, like, always end, ending up into the same, like, line
1: and feed and stuff. I don't know. Okay. It was just, like, it
0: didn't it didn't okay. hold my attention too much. Okay, okay. But Control
1: looks super interesting. Control so is really, 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 really cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um... Next up, I have like Undertale, also totally a narrative driven game, a hundred fucking percent, and it's a delightful narrative driven. game. We I need, need to pl- talk about that one on this spot. I need to too. play it again. It's such a good time. I yeah. love that game so much. I I don't even know what I did the first playthrough. I'm sure that I killed people. Yeah,
0: I got lucky. I, I I watched a little bit of somebody else play it, and they had somebody going like, so there's the there's the two basic runs. There's the it's the
1: there's pacifists
0: pacifists then i think they call it the genocide run or something yes they do (laughs) because well because in what you just have to kill everything right Basically, you have to kill everything in this world and that is heartbreaking because literally everything in that world is so cute and delightful why would you kill it yeah
1: yeah totally (laughs) but yeah
0: it's um just that one is interesting one to me too because the game mechanic in that one is it's another one where it's like i love i mean this makes sense i'm a fucking millennial but i love fourth Fourth wall breaking mm. and that game is just like the, the the first character you meet aside from flowey is literally a game a, a character whose name is taking off of tutorial like
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i also have uh dragon age like dragon age inquisition
0: this is where we should have brought my wife on because oh, that wow. is somebody who would be able to talk totally, about this totally. it's it's another bioware game i know people love it it's just never been one that i've that you grabbed yeah. It's just it's such a pure RPG, and that's just has never been my fucking speed. I I couldn't do Knights of the Old Republic from back in the day because it's the same thing. Just like Mass Effect works for me as an RPG because it it has that more third person shooter element to it. So it's I don't know the story's a little bit more intriguing to me on that one. And like especially with the video game, it's like if if, if I can't be, and it's not a, I'm not saying that the mechanics of Dragon Age are bad. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it's like if I can't vibe with your mechanics. At a certain point, it doesn't matter how good your game is, I'm not going to hang out.
1: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I I hear you. I hear you. But the storytelling is, is good. You From know. what I know, it is fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. top notch. Right, right, right. Other
0: than Dragon Age two, which I know nobody likes. Oh, because uh... apparently it wasn't. <laughs> apparently it wasn't great. <laughs> uh, I, uh, sorry, Dragon Age two. <laughs> I, just, uh, I'm just, don't get the messenger is just the word I got. Okay,
1: I remember when that game came out and everyone was mad. <laughs> what are some narrative driven games like? What comes to your mind when you think about like a good narrative driven game or something that's really good and at telling the story?
0: Uh, first examples for me are always going to be, because this was the first time I heard about the narrative driven games, it would be like the Telltale games, mm-hmm. yeah. which is like I'm a lot of my familiarity is with the Walking Dead games and like the Wolf yeah. Among Us, which we've covered on this show and whatnot. Yeah. I should get you to play some of the Walking Dead ones too at some point.
1: Yeah, I started and then, I don't know, I just
0: like fell off. Fair enough. Yeah. If you're not into zombies, it's probably not going to like well, and and I, didn't you. Wa- I didn't watch the Walking Dead. Oh, see, I read the comic for a long time, see, so, so it was yeah, like yeah, I was yeah, into yeah. it for that too. Yeah. Yeah. But they're still really, really well done games, and if yeah. you like that telltale like style of storytelling, which and, like, I did. Yeah. I think it would still be worth it to go. Yeah, through.
1: probably. Yeah.
0: So those are the big ones, but even just like kind of thinking, I don't know. Now that you got me thinking a little bit more outside of the box in terms of like that's not the only, um, that's not the only examples of like the story driven games. I would mm-hmm. say another good example, excuse me, to me of something we've covered in the podcast too would be, even though I, I hate the second one, the Outlast series I think is a pretty mm-hmm. good example.
1: Yes. Because
0: that was, I don't, that to me is a little bit more of a question on like Chicken or the Egg. Oh, okay. Because the story for that one is very intriguing. Mm -hmm. And I could see that that would be someone who's like, I have this idea of like this guy trapped in an asylum trying to get out. But I also see somebody going... Kind of that same approach, but from a gameplay mechanic of, like, mm-hmm. there's a guy trapped in this area, he can't attack anything, and he yeah. just has to try to run to a leave. I can kind of see that kind of going either way in terms of, like, which came first, mm-hmm. you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, um, I would lean towards the narrative being developed first, because mm-hmm. that story is really compelling. And I think, yeah. the, I think, again, I think it's the gameplay supports the story, not the story supporting the gameplay. Interesting. And the reason, like, okay, if... If you came up with the idea for Outlast, the whole plot and the story and everything, mm-hmm. um, and then you go, okay, so how are we going to do this game-wise? Yeah. I think the thing that would come to light is like, oh, well, it should be really hard. Uh, like, you shouldn't, like, what am I trying to say? I think, I think the, what Outlast is, like, the no weapons, the yeah. you only have yourself and a camera, I think that's what would develop naturally. Yeah. Based on the story that you want to tell. I we, see what you mean. You know what I mean? Yeah. Versus the other direction, which would be like, okay, if people got together and they were like, we're going to make a, a, a survival game and you, you have no, um, you know, no weapons, you only have yourself and a camera, I don't know that the Outlast story would arise from that. Mm-hmm. And again, this is one of those things, like, we I can't say for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, nobody can say for sure except the game developers. Yeah, it's right?
0: true. So... Yeah, <laughs> here's here's the only reason why I, that that I disagree with that. At a okay, yeah, point. and and it's be and it's because this to me sort of screams the, the philosophy of like um uh, we talk, I feel like we talked about it before the story of like uh uh, uh Mario sixty four with the chasing the bunny. Mm. Okay. You got that little part in the game where you chase. Yeah, the yeah, bunny yeah, yeah, yeah. That was
1: like the. that that was like the 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 testing mode yeah that was the
0: gameplay test mode because the original i don't know if it still is with the original uh nintendo model was you come up with the gameplay mechanic and then you just sort of like you just use that over and over and over again and add things around that mechanic Mm -hmm. until you run out of ideas and then you're done with your game Mm -hmm. outlast sort of has that feel to me because each area sort of has the same feel of like the mechanic of like like, activate a thing, hide, run, activate another thing, hide, move on to the next area without dying. Mm-hmm. And that kind of, that that gameplay mechanic sort of translates to each area in the game. Mm-hmm. So that would be my only thing for thinking, like, that mechanic may have come first, and then story came to sort of surround that. Maybe. 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 I don't think either
1: one of us could have been a
0: We absolutely, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> and, I'm not, and I'm not trying to say I'm right, because yours 100% makes sense, too. I'm right. just saying that out of... A lot of them, like, I, I feel like I, we could probably take a pretty big guess that, especially after with knowing it, because we did a lot of research on it, but, like, Mass Effect story came first. Yeah. And then mechanics came afterwards.
1: Oh, like, clearly. <laughs> yeah, 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 But
0: something, even though it is narrative-driven, like, a game series that I love, like, something like Dead Space mechanics for that game came first, the storyline more likely came afterwards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same thing probably with, like, a Resident Evil or something like that. More mm-hmm. likely the mechanics of, like the puzzles and the zombies and blah, blah, blah. That mm-hmm. came first and then the story was sort of there around yeah. it. Makes a lot of sense in Resident Evil because the story in Resident Evil is always a mess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it with love. I love, I'm a diehard Resident Evil fan. However, the story is always a mess. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a delightfully fun mess, so who cares? Right.
1: And I think, I think honestly when it, when it comes down to it, like, making the difference between, oh, this is a narrative driven game versus this is a gameplay driven game is kind of immaterial like who cares oh ultimately you know what i mean absolutely we can't say with certainty based on the definition that again that we've said um we can't say for sure so what we're really honing in on is stories that are being told effectively through the game Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 um so let's talk a little bit about we've we've named a lot of games. We have, where, yeah. you know, that we're like, "Oh my god, this is great. This is a narrative driven game. We like this, whatever." Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um what makes the storytelling good? Yeah, that's complicated. <laughs> yeah.
0: And I feel like with I don't know cuz it's like to me anyway with a with a video game, it's In terms of telling your story, it's more structured the way that, like, you would have to structure a novel or a book. Like, it would have to be. Mm -hmm. Because it's, like, and not that there are games that only last, like, about the length of a movie that work well and do really well. Mm -hmm. Talked about it before. You could burn through a Portal game if you're good at the game. You could burn through it in, like, maybe three hours. Yeah. But, like, with a game, like, with something like Mass Effect or a Final Fantasy game, you're talking 60, 70-plus hours Mm -hmm. of just even just straight through the plot. Like you're running up, you're running at least twenty to thirty hours of Mm -hmm. that game, yeah. No matter what, so it's like, how do you feel? How how do you fill that time without making it feel like you're just filling Filling the time? time. Yeah, and it's it's just beyond just like expanding the world and creating a bigger world for people to explore. how do you how do you still make it feel like you're working towards something? Mm -hmm. Which is where
1: I think some games tend to get a little bit lost at times. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Like games can definitely lose the plot. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um. I would say I think I think the best storytelling happens when everything is working in concert with each oh, other. Oh, yeah. You know, like, a game like Outlast. Yeah. I think is, like, so perfect at encapsulating kind of what we're, we're honing in.
0: Everything at. is harmonious exactly. in that game.
1: Exactly. Like, and you feel as much a part of the story yeah. as... Your character, I I talked about this. I remember talking about it in the Outlast episode, mm-hmm. where like when you feel something happen to the character, you feel like it's happening to you. Oh yeah, you know, and you have that like sympathetic vibe. The, with that that the, general,
0: that genuine feeling of sympathy at the end yeah, of Outlast, yeah. as he's limping out of the last area, and you're just kind of like, I really just want this dude to get the fuck out. Like, yeah,
1: exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, so a game that it it when it like puts you in the story, it makes you feel like yeah. really like part of it. And then the storytelling is evident in everything that's happening. It's like the score, the Mm -hmm. sound effects, the environment, the, you know, the text box, like dialogue. You know, the, whole, the oh, yeah. whole thing. All working together. When you
0: could tell that somebody thought of, like, each element, like, I mean, like, a recent example, I, I would say, would be something like Jedi Fallen Order. Like, mm-hmm. as you mentioned in the episode, you're just like, this feels like Star Wars. Yes,
1: absolutely. And being
0: able to have that feeling translate in a video game is so incredible mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. And important to the narrative of that game, too. Exactly. You need to make it feel like you're a part of that
1: world. Exactly. And that's, like, I think definitively, like, that is a narrative game. I, no, I, God, there's 100%. no way it's a gameplay-driven game, yeah. right?
0: Not that the the gameplay mechanics aren't like perfect in that game. The, the mechanics of that are so good. <laughs> they're pretty they're, good. Yeah. <laughs> they're a bitch,
1: but <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but that one is like that game and that world is something where the story is so important and so integral. Oh, like, absolutely. that has to be story-driven. Absolutely, yeah. yeah and yeah, yeah. and again, yeah, everything is working in concert, and it's really delivering that Star Wars feel. Yes. And same with like Atlas, it's delivering that like horror movie feel, mm-hmm. you know? Um, or, like, Layers of Fear. Again, it's delivering that horror movie feel. Yeah, but, like, Layers of Fear and Outlast on that feeling, though. Sorry, I know we're sticking
0: to the narrative thing, but, like, that feeling for both of them are so... No, it does, it does stay, because it does stay to this, true to what the... What, this, what story you're trying to tell, whereas, like, Outlast is that adrenaline fill, just going, like, I gotta get yes. the fuck out of here, run, whereas, yes. like, with Layers of Fear... It's more environmental. It's, a, it's this constant presence of just kind of, like, mm-hmm. I just feel gross being in this house. It's like gothic horror. Yeah, it's 100% yeah, gothic yeah, yeah, horror, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. And to get that in a video game, too, was a stroke of fucking
1: genius to get across. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it's a little bit more further developed, like a modern horror, but it's gothic e. Oh, well, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. that's the story they wanted to tell, and everything works in concert to tell that story. Yes, exactly. Right. So, um, so yeah, I think that's that's what we are talking about when we say, like, oh, we like this game because it's really narrative-driven. When we say that casually, we mean, no, the storytelling is really good. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. I see and what you mean. And it's because all of these elements are working in perfect concert with each yeah. other.
0: Well, and also, like, at the end of the day, too, for just, like, something that I always think about in terms of just kind of, like... No matter, no matter how you break it down, uh, human beings have been trying to tell stories since we developed as humans. Forever, really. yeah. It's like you go back to the original caveman paintings. That is them doing their best to tell a story with, with the tools that they literally
1: have. So it's like... I'm sorry. No, keep going. But okay. I've got the coolest thing about cave paintings to tell you. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> okay. Let's just make sure we remember this then.
0: But um, just that like... You know, it's like, But as... Obviously, as time has got on, more tools and capabilities have been brought to us first it was the ability to just like write down words in order to um encapsulate the story and then just like developing new words in order to help get your story across better and then just like plays and then movies and then now we're at like not that i think it's better than other forms of storytelling but like now we have video games which is just like just such a wide open world of just like how you can tell your story because it's like at a certain point with television or movies or even with comic books and animation and uh, just like a normal novel you're a little bit boxed in whereas like literally just kind of like the budget and the tools you're given for a video game is how you can tell your fucking story Whereas like your scale goes from undertale to yeah an ea title like fallen order you know what i mean
1: right right and you have the whole gamut yeah Mm-hmm.
0: And just like, however you want to tell that story, that's fucking great. You need eight hours, cool. You need 60 hours, great.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And I appreciate that too in a game where it's like, no, we only need this much time to tell the story and to do the thing that we want to do and get out. It's it's my fucking favorite. <laughs> when, I, when
0: I blow through a game in eight hours and I feel perfectly satisfied with it, mm-hmm. cool. Because I prefer that more to dropping 120 hours in a game and just kind of being like, oh. This could have been
1: different (laughs) like this this really could
0: have been different why did i spend all this fucking time if you're gonna do that Mm -hmm. not looking at you fallout 3 (laughs) hey
1: positive spins on games
0: i'm sorry (laughs) if that's all we were doing we need to cut everything i've said about outlast 2 just saying like if that's all if we're we're, if it's we're exclusively just doing nothing but positive takes there's a lot of stuff i've said that
1: needs to be taken out of the show (laughs) (laughs) i'm just giving you a hard time
0: what was your cave painting fact? Okay, so so this.
1: get this. I don't know how long ago this was. Okay, but I read about this um, person that was researching like cave paintings mm-hmm. to try to figure out like uh, stuff about our like you know ancestors. Yeah, um, clearly. And they were investigating these cave paintings, and they had it all set up, and they had their lights, and they were whatever, and they were like taking photos and looking at it, and they were looking at these cave paintings, and they saw that they had like. Um, it was, like, there was, like, one image here and another image here, like, painted on top of it. And so they were trying to figure out, like, why is there this, like, duplicate, like, kind of image and, like, the bottom one is, like, kind of faded? Like, what's going on there? Like, why mm. didn't they, like, just paint elsewhere? Or why did they paint over these, like, paintings? Or, like, what's going on there? Yeah. Or, like, why is there this, like, six-legged woolly mammoth? Or, like, whatever, right? Yeah. Really confused. Really confused. I've seen that, like whether the painting,
0: like it looks like it was over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Okay. you know what I mean, right? Yeah. Okay. So get this.
1: Um, I think I think like a local came in to like assist with like the um, like heritage or like yeah. whatever you know whatever, and they brought a torch in and they turned off all the lights and they were like looking at the torch and the flickering of the flame made it look like to image. Yeah. Get the f- it Can it looked, like, you believe it? Looked, it was like. Like movement, it had movement. That's fucking dope. That's so So cool. Our our cave painting ancestors were like far more brilliant than we give them credit for. Already
0: trying to like make animation a thing? Yes. That's so So
1: freaking cool. Humans have been animating for thousands of years. Since we could put pictures on a wall. Yeah. Isn't that amazing?
0: Congratulations, animators. Prostitution is no longer the oldest profession. It is now you. <laughs> well, <I don't> know. <laughs> Okay, fine. You are just as old as prostitution. How does that sound? <laughs>
1: but I just, I thought that was the, the, the
0: coolest thing. That is super cool. That's the, yeah. <laughs> that's a great, that, that is like a great, I mean this as like a genuine compliment. That's
1: like the best fun fact to throw out at a party. <laughs>
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, that's genuinely interesting and cool to learn.
1: <laughs> um, so humans have been telling stories uh, for thousands and thousands of years, and now we tell them in the form of video games. Yeah. <laughs> so I brought it all back: <laughs> paintings on the wall, video games. You know, it was a natural progression. <laughs> no, I love it. It's great. It's perfect.
0: It's well, it's it, it is it is all storytelling. Like, no matter what. No, absolutely. And just like even in the early days of video games, where it was like, I mean. Other than starting with like Pong, which is literally kind of like the square yeah. bouncing back and forth, and da da da. But once we get to like the Mario and the Zelda days, I would say is when it goes like, well, how do we use this to tell a story? Mm-hmm. No matter how weird that story is, because mm-hmm. I feel like we don't talk about enough how weird the plot of Mario is. Well, like it's very fucking bizarre. Like
1: I, I think I think storytelling in video games predates like Mario because you have text based adventures. You do
0: have text based. No, you're right. Before you're actually, that, you're right.
1: Yeah, you're 100 right. No, yeah. That's true. I mean, I think as long as, I mean, you had, like, text-based adventures on, like, DOS. It was age, it was way before. ages ago, predating, predating any home consoles or anything.
0: Which is where I would be, "Mm, then how, I'm not saying that it shouldn't count, I'm just wondering how much that counts as a video game.
1: A text-based adventure? Yeah. Hmm. (laughs) Uh, you played it on a computer. True. So is it a video game? This might be a new topic of conversation. <gasps> what counts as, what counts as a video game? What counts as a video game? Oh my! We covered what it takes to be a gamer. So. <laughs> I, I
0: really feel like this. I understand that, but I feel like what the, the but that had to, that was just that was just that was a shitty way for us to be for us to call out assholes. Like it that was. wasn't like we weren't actually trying to find what makes you a gamer. Like. I feel like if we go down the road of like what defines a video game, we go down we end up making an unfortunately very douchey podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> just, just like, I don't know, I feel like the Call of Duty game shouldn't really count. Like
1: <laughs> That's funny. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, but like when is the what when does it jump? When does it make that leap between just like it yeah. is Yeah. I mean, well, because here's my thing, and this is against my own argument here, because it's like cause then what else do you call like text based adventure? Because there's no other, I don't know what else you would call that term other, other than it just being like, I don't know. It's like choose your own adventure. A choose your but, own adventure campaign. But, but on it's, a computer. Well, well, oh, well no, because at, well, at that point, too, they had that. That's what originally like the D&D stuff was. It was just you going through and making decisions based on like the narrative and your own story and like rolling on the dice and figuring out. Those are the so original narrative driven games. That's what I mean, though. But it's like, <laughs> so funny. it's like, is it not just that, but done on a
1: computer screen? Is that enough to make it a video game? I think so. Right?
0: You're interacting with it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's... Okay. Well, then you're talking about just, like, then what, Then what is the mechanic in which that you're using it? Because then it's like, are those all books? Like, where do you put those old
1: books? Well, if you make a book into a game, is it any less of a game?
0: Well, no, but you've completely... thats the, it's a, Well, then your argument like, is kind of like, is Lord of the Rings the movie still the book? Like, no, because you made it a movie.
1: You adapted right, it and right, turned it into something else. Right, right. So if you take a, 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 like a choose-your-own-adventure and you digitize it, now it's on a computer and you're playing it through like a game, it's no longer a choose-your-own-adventure. But a...
0: what... Other than <laughs> the fact
1: that you're clicking
0: now, how are the mechanics different than if you were just reading it from the original text?
1: It's just as different as... In taking a movie with your eyeballs instead of reading it by pages.
0: Reading a book and watching a movie are very different, <laughs> right? So, there have legitimately so been is, studies done So is this. reading
1: a text like a so is reading a choose your own adventure versus clicking on a computer? That's okay, no, 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 no,
0: no, 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 no. What I'm saying is that if I have the book Lord of the Rings in front of me, but I read the but but I read the Kindle book version instead, that's not different
1: than that. Oh. So what you're saying is Kindles are video games. That's not what I'm I'm saying at all! I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, Uh,
0: So I hope you guys enjoy watching Brendan find a new host to (laughs) do the show with. It's been fun. (laughs) (coughs) This was the episode that broke me.
1: Congratulations. (laughs) You did it, Brendan. I hope you're fucking happy. Ding. Um... I think this is a really interesting topic that we're not going to, like, get to, uh, like, a conclusion no, in no, the no, time no, 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 that no. we have today, um, but that's, like, a really interesting topic. Like, what is... Where's the jump? Where's the leap? Where... Where do
0: we make the jump between just, like, it's just using something... It's, it's just using a different sort of, like, technology
1: mm-hmm. in order to tell a story, and then when does it become a different medium? So, okay... But I'll pose a question to you. Sure. Uh, Solitaire, like on your computer, is that a video game? I mean, yeah. In its purest form. There's no story to Solitaire, though. Well, okay. forget story. Like, the presence or absence of the story. Okay. Like, immaterial. Yeah. Okay. You know, that, and that's what I mean. Like, this, we're talking about text-based adventures, or like, trivia yeah. adventures. Like, you're doing that thing, but on a computer now. So, like, Solitaire, you're doing that thing, but on a computer now. <laughs> Mm. but okay okay but, but here's my thing though is that's like d- fucking
0: not Tetris the fuck Pong is basically ping pong but done in a video game but I wouldn't say it's the same thing as going out with your buddy and playing ping
1: pong no no absolutely not
0: so I mean though, no. so it's like it's just like playing solitaire on your computer ostensibly it's the same mechanics but like it's not the same as pulling out a deck of cards and playing it on it. right
1: so solitaire on your computer you would say is a video game yes then I think by the transitive property that a text-based adventure on your computer is still a video game, right?
0: <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't agree with you, but I don't know if it's just because I don't want to be wrong. <laughs> I genuinely don't know if it's but just like, because I'm being stubborn. I, <laughs> and I'm trying to, like, <laughs> decipher if that's what it is. <laughs> I really don't know. I genuinely... Okay,
1: let me ask you this, because maybe, yes, maybe, sure. maybe it's the material that we're looking at. Because... We're looking at, like, choose-your-own-adventure books. Yeah. By the way, Wait,
0: I'm going to listen to this episode after it comes out, like, a week afterwards, and I'm going to go, Jordan, you fucking idiot, of course. <laughs> Why are you arguing this? You know he's right. <laughs> I've done that before, by the way. <laughs> listen back and gone. He's 100% right. Just stop talking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. No, it's okay that you're playing kind of devil's advocate, oh, you but... know, a little bit. That's fine. Um, I, I think the question that we need to ask, then, is, like, is a choose-your-own-adventure book is it a game? Are you playing a game when you're reading a choose-your-own-adventure book?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Okay. Yeah, okay. you're, right. you're right. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if, yeah. Like, if that's
1: that. a game that you're, you're... It's in the form of a book, but it's a game... Then,
0: then just translating it into the digital medium is just making it a video
1: game, it's which a video is game. a different way of having the... Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay.
1: <laughs> I see. Okay. We got there, guys. All this just to say that text-based adventures our video games and predate like mario and the like (laughs) absolutely yeah okay fair enough no you're right you're right no that was a really great discussion
0: that sprouted out of this no it was cool and Uh, i loved it yeah i hate that i'm wrong but you know it was a good discussion it's okay i it was something oh no 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 no. i know logically it's fine that i'm wrong but like just in my core being as who jordan is don't like being wrong
1: (laughs) i get that Um. yeah Everyone calls me Hermione. How do you think I feel when I'm wrong? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. We hope that you enjoyed listening to us and whatever this was. <laughs> 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 Whatever this experiment is. I hope Let's you liked it. talk about uh, what it means to be a narrative-driven game, uh, what we enjoy as far as the storytelling in video games, and also if text-based adventures are video games. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Um, what kind of story-driven games do you enjoy? Or is there something that you think that we should cover on the podcast that we would really enjoy that is a narrative-based, uh, heavily focused on storytelling? Mm-hmm game please let us know before you suggest it
0: dating dating sims are already in the chamber so don't worry about yep. that um but on that too if you also have any ideas for future discussions on the podcast please let us know reach out anywhere we're on everything we're on twitter we're on facebook we're on instagram and it's all at the 3 Vo Podcast uh, handle you can also email us at uh, 3 team at gmail.com um, we're on TikTok. We're getting we're actually getting better about putting shit on TikTok. We made a whole TikTok. We made a whole TikTok today. today. <laughs> we record we recorded two episodes of the podcast made a TikTok. So <laughs> I think if that's our ratio going forward, I think we're gonna be all right. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, please as always just like and even if you just want to say hi to us on a post or just like reach yeah. out to us if you have any ideas or thoughts, questions, whatever, please reach out to us on anything. We will definitely get back to you. And as always, thank you so much for listening, guys.
1: We'll see you next time. Bye!
0: Bye.